Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like artificial intelligence, systems that can program themselves, blockchain that can do for business what the internet did for communications. Excel your skills in the job market. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. Now, the Wealth Protection Diva is a successful entrepreneur, business owner, and premier business strategist, president and CEO of Sage International Incorporated, and a national speaker, best-selling author, and motivational teacher of financial education, business development, and wealth protection strategies, the joys and frustrations of being a business owner, her insights are motivating, her frankness inspiring. Here is Sherry Hill. In a matter of only a few months, the world as we know it has changed drastically, stumbling into survival mode as it struggles to adapt to new realities. This is equally true for the global workforce as people are learning to deal with rapid shifts, health scares, financial strains, and domestic challenges that can be stressful and confusing. As a result, human resources, HR, has become one of the single most important functions for any organization in these unprecedented times. The COVID pandemic has disrupted organizations and caused human resource managers to think differently. Human resources expert, Melissa Marsh is founder of HR In Demand LLC, a Reno-based human resources consultancy providing easy-to-use tools and expert guidance to help entrepreneurs and small business owners effectively recruit, hire, and manage employees. With more than 15 years of working in human resources, Melissa is able to readily assess an employer's needs. She brings experience and understanding to help business owners understand and navigate the maze of employment regulations in their industries. Welcome. Good to see you again. Good to see you. Thank you. So when I talk about moving targets, it can range from dealing with office furniture that can't be sanitized to ineffective childcare programs to maintaining company culture if none of us are working in the office. So Melissa, share with us, you know, how you're helping companies uh, that you work with tackle the big questions, safety, productivity, and culture. Where, where do we start? <laughs> safety is an area that is definitely um, emphasized for obvious reasons. And we have been fortunate in getting uh, pretty useful guidance from OSHA and, and even the, the local health district. And so that makes it easier. Um, really paying attention to the CDC has helped with safety too. And just staying up on all of that is a job in and of itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for, for safety purposes, OSHA, Nevada OSHA has recommended that employers update their safety manuals and make sure that the things that are now required that weren't required back in, say, February, are part of your written workplace safety program. Mm-hmm. So let, let's kind of talk about because you have, you know, businesses that have never skipped a beat, like mine. We're still working. We, uh, I deemed us essential, so <laughs> we never stopped working. 
And then, of course, you have a lot of companies that move to, you know, sending their employees home. So talk about it from, you know, again, the safety perspective and the productivity perspective. I mean, you're dealing with a lot of businesses. What is the feeling out there? What are they experiencing? And, and how is some of what you do a solution? Sure. They're experiencing all sorts of things, and it seems to evolve almost on a weekly basis. So initially, figuring out which employees could work from home, I do work with a wide variety of essential businesses, so some of their employees had to stay in the facility because they were needed, um, and the facilities were able to stay open. From an HR perspective, so policies, procedures, protocol. Yes, so really there was a lot of things that had to be sorted out, especially in the beginning. So remote work is something that I would say Last year, several of my clients would have said it was impossible, and yet they were able to do it. And then at what point you know, are decisions made where people can then return to the office and what happens in those scenarios? And managing a remote workforce is really something very different. And I, I would say that many of the clients I worked with that went through that realized that remote workers, in fact, can be very productive and that it didn't impact productivity the way many might have estimated that it would. So, but we were able to give our clients good tips on things like managing um, remote meetings and staying in touch with employees and managing their productivity from afar. And, you know, here and there, there was some employees out there that were were maybe not doing everything that they needed to do and had to be corrected along the way. But for the most part, everyone really banded together. And that was one thing that I saw pretty much universally is that teams came together and they made things work and they took care of each other. And that was a nice thing to see intrinsically happen. But it also stems from leaders making sure that the remote work was was rolled out the way it needed to be. Well, and I imagine communication, huge part of that, Absolutely. right? And, you know, of course, technology, huge part of that. Thank goodness for Zoom no and kidding. some of the other online meeting platforms that, you know, have made it a lot easier. I What I really valued in some of the nonprofit work that I do and everything is on Zoom is that the meetings are a lot shorter. Yes. <laughs> so yes, that was are. a benefit. Yes. <laughs> Uh, and, and what a transition to being on a camera, right. which is very uncomfortable for people. And I still attend meetings where cameras are turned off, but a lot of people have gotten a lot more comfortable with it, too. And like you said, technology made so many things easier, even from a medical standpoint. The, the medical facilities that were able to implement uh, teledoc appointments that previously hadn't been allowed and we had some restrictions released on that um, things were done very very quickly and it was incredible how well people could pivot so in your conversations with some of these business owners or uh, you know because you're you're brought into organizations that really don't have an HR department right. you become the HR department which is great because I don't need to pay someone full time to do that when I can pay an organization like HR in Demand, where you're helping write the employee manuals, making sure the policies, procedures, protocols are in place, hiring, the firing, all the good stuff that has to happen. And so, you know, 
I imagine that some organizations realize that with technology, with um, kind of the changing roles of what the employees have to do now, whether in person or at home, do you feel like there was kind of a shift? I mean, you know, like, hey, we can work smarter or we're really struggling. I mean, what did you see? Um, I would say that I saw people leveraging and utilizing technology very well. And the shift was pretty easy for people, which I think took a lot of people by surprise. Wow, this is easier than we thought it would be. And it's not to say there weren't bumps in the road, of course. And many of my clients that had remote work happening at one point are now back in offices. And I'm seeing that amongst colleagues as well. People are headed back. So I don't think we'll see universal shifts to remote work all the way around, but I think some organizations probably have found that this isn't so bad and we can keep doing it this way. Or we can do a bit of a hybrid, right? Yes. So let's, let's talk about culture because you know that's one of the foundations of any really good business is you have a, a great culture. That's why people show up and wanna come to work so that you know you you have your peer to peer you have good times and laughter and socialization so i imagine there was some mental health issues around gee we're not showing up to work we feel isolated how did you help your your businesses deal with that it was really it goes back to communication like you mentioned earlier and staying in touch having those Zoom meetings, whether you wanted to or not, and really encouraging people to utilize the cameras so that we could all be connected in a way that is much different from what we are used to, but turns out to be pretty effective. And those Zoom meetings, I remember one client saying, I don't like Zoom, I don't wanna do this. And then several weeks later, her comment was, I really like Zoom. And so it was interesting to see that progression. And so much of it was unknown and people getting used to what they weren't comfortable with. Well, and that's the technology aspect, right? Yes. In that all of a sudden now I've got to have video and a home computer and all these things that are secure and networked. I'm talking with Melissa Marsh, who is the founder of HR In Demand, and we're talking about how companies have been tackling those big questions, safety, productivity, and culture in the age of COVID. How do you continue business as usual when business isn't usual, right? <laughs> and that's where, you know, I go back to what I said earlier that it was, it was such an amazing thing to witness as a consultant, the teams that I saw come together and support each other and champion each other and make it work, even though sometimes they were out of the office. And in one case, a group out of the office that one of the employees ended up getting COVID and they were able to not spread it because they weren't there. And that's kind of the sigh of relief. Oh, what we did worked and we did it for a good reason. And so teams really, stayed connected. That was my observation, that people were responsive to emails. And that those are the sorts of policies that were laid out ahead of time, too. You're going to be working from home, and these are the expectations. And sometimes that was putting even time limits on how quickly you had to respond and the uh, time frame in which you were expected to be working and responsive to emails and phone calls and those sorts of things. But, you know, and even putting telephone lines in place at home, that, that happened too. And so all those expectations had to be set 
And it does go back to really good thorough communication, setting those expectations and making sure that employees know what's going to happen now that they're Well, that, that falls to the home. leadership is That's to right. be effective communicators and and putting trust in your people that, you know, so what if you're doing your laundry while you're working on your report? Do we right. care, you know? That's right. Did, you, did they find that people were maybe a little less stressed because we didn't have to work eight hours and then jam all the other stuff in? I, I would guess there would be some um, productivity all the way around. Mm. <laughs> and people enjoying that they didn't have to commute during rush hour. I've heard, heard some comments from employees about that. So it wasn't a po it wasn't a negative experience. I think there was a lot of learning opportunity there, and like you said, leaders being very good about communicating made all the difference for those teams that were able to come together and work well. I'm going to pick up with human resources expert Melissa Marsh, who is the founder of HR In Demand LLC. Check out the website hrindemand.com. And we're going to talk more about the HR function in business today. We'll be right back. Excel your skills in the job market. Nevada Technology Academy offers training from the IBM Skills Academy, nvtechacademy.com. Register for classes like cybersecurity, systems that understand, reason, learn, and protect from cyber threats. The Internet of Things. Transforming industries by leveraging cutting-edge technologies. Classes start soon. Visit nvtechacademy.com. That's nvtechacademy.com. We're still in business and the sun keeps on shining. SunTech Solar Screening makes your home cooler, more comfortable, and energy efficient. 2245093 or visit suntechsolarscreens.com. SunTech Solar Screens. Hello, I'm Brian Cushing, Senior Loan Officer at Guild Mortgage. I love talking about my specialty, the mortgage world, and how we help families in northern Nevada accomplish their dreams of home ownership. Make sure you totally understand before you sign on the dotted line. Guild Mortgage Company is an equal housing lender. Company NMLS number 3274. NV Banker number 1076. NV Broker number 1141. Brian Cushing NMLS number 303045. Telephone number 775-453-0345. Located in 6990 South McCarran Boulevard, Suite 200. Reno, Nevada 89509. All loans subject to underwriter approval. Terms and conditions may apply. Subject to change without notice. Natakwa. Natakwa News, the original, entertaining, informative, and historic publication. Natakwa News is a community newspaper with good news, history, travel, and fun. Fun for all ages. Natakwa News. Pick up your copy today. Natakwa. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio. Welcome back, and thank you for tuning in to the Sherry Hill Show. While businesses continue to make hard decisions to stay afloat and minimize job losses, HR teams work in tandem with business heads to engage employees and keep up the morale, reconfigure workflows, redeploy talent, and upskill staff to help them stay relevant. It is the HR team that is often tasked with providing much needed emotional support to employees while ensuring the continued productivity of each individual as well as keeping workers productive, motivated, engaged, and connected, all factors that are moving targets in the new normal. Joining me, Melissa Marsh, founder of HR In Demand LLC, a Reno-based human resources consultancy 
that provides easy to use tools and expert guidance to help entrepreneurs and small business owners effectively recruit, hire, and manage employees. So, Melissa, we, you know, talked about that there is no normal anymore and, you know, the fact that you work with a lot of organizations and, you know, one of the biggest confusion surrounding all the the changes in how we're supposed to do business is there was not consistent information from the governor all the way down and so i imagine that people were you know reaching out scrambling to get some information from you so let's talk about how you work with people that don't really aren't your clients right now <laughs> well one of the things that we did very early on as businesses were being impacted by the pandemic was to uh, put out there that we would offer free guidance during this this time because as you mentioned so many things were coming to pass federal regulations we had safety concerns that were on a local level that sometimes that was with guidance from the governor or mandates throughout the state and other times it was really down to the local area that that we live in and those those federal requirements were probably the hardest things to face. And for me, I'm sleeping, eating, breathing this stuff, and I have to keep up pretty much on a daily basis with everything that's going on. And so I wanted to be able to help people through that because I would imagine a small business owner isn't just worrying about paid mandated paid leaves that they have to do to comply with federal requirements. They're also worrying about keeping the lights on and whether or not their employees are coming to work that day or they need to be furloughed and all those really hard decisions that were had to be made. I felt like HR advice was something that I wanted to make sure people had access to without feeling like it would be a financial burden. Well, and then also all the arguments for or against holding employers liable if one of my employees or clients gets sick if they all of a sudden get COVID, right? So that's still kind of an interesting subject. I know you're not a lawyer, but from the HR perspective, so I imagine a lot of advice is, you know, do everything you can. Right, do everything you can to prevent the spread of COVID. And if every decision is made within that light, then I think you're gonna be making the right decisions and, and often, um, in trying to figure out how to implement, pay, say, the paid leave policies that we're now all required to have, or at least most of us are, thinking about it from the perspective of the whole point of those is that we don't, we don't spread the disease. And that's where those decisions are kind of have to be made on a common sense basis. And, and we do have to just cons consistently go back to what is the safest thing to do. And in some cases, that means we're gonna put tape on the floor and make sure people are standing six feet apart. Following those safety guidelines, again, with just the intent of, we wanna make sure that this is spread as minimally as possible. And at the same time, the reality is that no one has control over this. So to hold an employer liable just to me makes no sense at all. And I'm, I'm glad to see that some of the legislative, legislation that's been passed on our local levels and even federally is that there isn't liability there and I, I hope that we continue to see that well, sure because if it, if it starts with this then it's the flu it's I cut my finger it's all kinds of stuff so yes. yeah we don't want that to happen we're what almost seven eight months into this are you seeing some positive light at the end of the tunnel it's like okay you know we're coming through this crisis 
Yes, that's how it feels that we're coming through this crisis. And even the bars and restaurants, I'm hoping this week, they're feeling like that's happening too. And it's interesting that there seems to be just a feeling of energy, good positive energy in the business world where, where we are able to move forward. Um, and at the same time, weird things keep happening. Like we have a ton of unemployment fraud happening in Nevada. Um, we also have to worry about is there liability if we're not taking all the right safety steps. Um, employees who are dealing with very strange, very new uh, childcare issues um, and, and child schooling issues. And that is something that impacts every one of my clients to some degree and is a very difficult thing to juggle and navigate. So those are things that, you know, you pretty much have to take case by case, employee by employee. Sure. So same thing, you know, I have an employee that has a couple of small children and on those days when, you know, the air, you can't breathe it, you know, right. of course they're, they're coming in here, they're doing their homework. I have to be flexible in that regard. I can't imagine any employer not being flexible, but I know they exist out there. Yeah. And so how from an HR perspective do we adapt because we know this isn't going to be the only crisis you know we're going to face sure. from a health perspective i think the notion of being family friendly is a good one and and having that ability to be flexible at the same time we also have to have some consistency in how we're applying that flexibility the last thing we would want to have an appearance of that person asked and was told yes, and this person was asked and told no, and this person thinks it's based on some discriminatory decision-making. So I'm always careful to make sure to, to um, think through the big picture of it when I'm guiding my clients through things like that. And that's why as an HR person, uh, I like to rely on policies and I like to have checklists and I like to make sure that we're being consistent in how we're applying our decision-making. But at the same time, these are human beings and we do have to look at things on a case-by-case -case basis and having flexibility and trying to understand and empathize with what people are going through whether it's COVID's affecting you in a personal immediate way or your children aren't able to go to school at the same schedule that they've always gone to school it's really looking at those things and figuring out as employers how can we help and sometimes that's made more complicated by the work environment. So in situations where employees have to be on site in order for the business to accomplish what it's doing and serve the public in some cases, how flexibility shows up is, is going to vary. And I've seen a lot of businesses respond in really positive ways and put things in place that are creative, outside the box thinking that was probably never even considered prior to all of this. It's pretty impressive to watch people be manage business in a resilient way and be on it and willing to make changes as, as they're needed. Anyone in business knows it takes our people to create a successful company. These are the things that I hope a lot of folks are, are really evaluating and looking at. And yes, I know technology has really ramped up as far as job descriptions, but it really still comes down to that human to human, yep. and that's why you're in the human resources, right? It yes. doesn't say computer resources, right. right? And this is Melissa Marsh, founder of HR In Demand. It is a local company 
check out our website, hrindemand.com. Phone number, 775-400-1322. Still offering a free consult? Sure, absolutely. Motivating statement for business owners or employees out there. Well, it can get tough to stay motivated in this environment, but we have to find that from within. And I think that's what we focus on. What are the things that we're doing to make this better or to respond to it in a way that makes sure that our, our human interests are still um, considered and that we're taking care of each other. And that's really what I've seen happen through all of this with our local businesses and in particular the clients I work with. And so I would say keep doing the great things that we're doing. Right, and if you feel like you're running short on personnel policies and procedures, those manuals are not just clear what all the, the requirements are right now, then I'm gonna encourage folks to call Melissa and just take advantage of a free consult and make sure you're up to speed and that you're doing everything right so that you don't get blindsided by something that you weren't expecting. And that's why it's so important to have an HR expert on your team. I wanna thank everybody for tuning in to The Sherry Hill Show, where business is amplified. The Sherry Hill Show values the role we play in supporting the economic engine driving this country. Small business, the backbone of America. Send her a message on facebook.com slash Sherry Hill Show and tune in next week, same time, same station, for The Sherry Hill Show. Tune in to Nevada Real Estate Radio, Thursday, 3 p.m., right here on 1180 AM Radio, Nevada Real Estate Radio.